Hey everybody, we're live. Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. This is Mark Pravratsky, not Matt, doing a little NSIC interview and giving you a little update on the early state of the Northern Sun Conference season. Um, so I want to start out, give a shout out to Bemidji State University, who had an exhibition against North Dakota, a D1 team, went up to Grand Forks and beat them 2-0, which is really impressive anytime you see people challenging a division up like that. And then this last week, too, just in local college results, the Gophers beat Wyoming 4-0, and then St. Thomas made it a tough trip uh, for the Wyoming Cowgirls and beat them 3-0 um, the other day. So we're seeing uh, the local team succeed, and um, our guest today is Jenny Vetter, who, of course, uh, stars for the Mankato State team. She was the preseason NSIC Player of the Year. And her team's off to a 1-0 start. And so I'm going to do my best to bring Jenny in here. And welcome Jenny Vetter. Jenny, Hi, thanks everyone. for joining. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So really appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, we're excited to be able to do a little bit more coverage this year of Division Two and different things and WPSL, which, of course, you um, were playing in this summer. And so thanks to all the supporters who are contributing and help us, you know, feed this coverage. Like, you know, when I drive down to Mankato to watch Jenny, maybe it helps us a little bit with the gas too. And also we're paying our player guests who come on this year because of the great uh, name, image, and likeness rule changes. So um, your money goes to that too. So it's exciting. So Jenny, cool. I, I kind of want to be able to talk to you about you know, your start in the game and then ask you, you know, up through obviously what's going on with Mankato now. But first question I want to ask is, can you remember the first soccer team you ever played on? Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure I started out as a YMCA soccer kid, co-ed, okay. um, you know, probably five or six years old, just running around in a little scrum. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of how I started, started pretty young. Um, and then probably the first Experience was with Mankato United, of course, um, hometown club for um, with me being from Mankato mm -hmm. and um, had a pretty good run with them um, all the way up to when I was done with them. So, yeah. When when did you start playing for Mankato United? And well, what was do you remember your team at YMCA? Was it like a blue team or something? It was you like know? you had like the blue and yellow jerseys that were like reversible. You just uh -huh. came over. Yeah. Um, and then I probably started playing for Mankato United when I was probably seven or eight, I would say. Uh -huh. And all the way up to WPSL with them then. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I mean, in, in, you know, I think sometimes I follow, I care about soccer a lot. Sometimes we think, you know, our player pathways and like our soccer development is behind other countries, but that's a kind of funny example. And, yeah. you, and yeah. then with, with college too. You're maybe a bit of an exception. Maybe yeah, and I that. even, um, I help coach for Mankato United now too. So kind of nice. really full circle. <laughs> what age do you do? Um, kind of all ages. Um, run a lot of camps with them. Um, coach all the way from rec to some of our high schoolers. So Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that, I mean, that is what helps build good soccer culture too mm -hmm. and good, you know, connections because I'm sure those young players can see what you're doing and they know. You just came from where they came from, right? Yeah, so absolutely, that's exciting. So, and then I saw something that was so uh, interesting. Um, it resonated. So I'm from a very small town, and so this wasn't wouldn't be a surprise in my town for someone. But I saw that you were playing varsity then at Mankato, at least as a seventh grader. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Which yeah. like 
you know, in a, <laughs> in a, in a tiny place that's maybe not as surprising, but even kind of rare, like talk about that. Talk about, you know, did you have to do tryouts at, you know, to get on varsity? What was that like? Um, yeah. So it was kind of our program runs seven through 12. So um, now it's a little different. I think there's actually a junior high squad, but yeah, mm. when I was a seventh grader, it's just kind of like, if you can play, you can play. Um, mm. I actually started out a couple of games on, on the JV squad um, mm. and then eventually got pulled up just a couple of games in. Um, and yeah, and it kind of helped. My sister is uh, two years older than me. She was on, mm-hmm. on the varsity team by then. So it was kind of just connection with her too. Yeah, that of course helps you feel a little more comfortable. Because I mean, being I was in seventh grade when I had a sister who was in 12th grade, and we were in a seven through 12 school. Those kids seemed like they were 30 years old to me. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're, you might be 12 years old, and you're playing against an 18 year old. I mean, it's a big jump at that age. Yeah, and how small were you? Compared to that, pretty small, yeah. <laughs> like, because you're not that. You're pretty. You're not that big now, right? No, I'm. I'm probably barely five four right now. So I mean, uh-huh. so that's great. But I mean, it and was in what? It, because in that situation, I mean, being outmatched physically, obviously. I mean, you know, what did you take from it? I mean, obviously, you could say maybe your technical ability or other things were challenged. Like, what? What did you have to do to survive in that environment to be to yeah. play a role? I think just just being get finding that feistiness inside of you, mm-hmm. just being that player that doesn't doesn't quit, doesn't care how big you are, how old you are. Right. Um, you know, speed always helps if you can run by them. So that's definitely a yeah. factor for me. Um, so yeah, just kind of finding that grit and that work rate to not really care if someone's mm-hmm. bigger or stronger. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, obviously, because you. Yeah. It w- with the physical mismatch. I mean, you just feel like. I can remember that if you're a seventh grader and I was in seventh grade track and you'd run against ninth graders. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can't do this. Yeah. So, and t- but you played other sports. I mean, you're three sport athlete. You were all state and track, right? I mean, yeah. talk about track. And obviously I'm sure you were a sprinter of some kind. Talk about mm-hmm. what, what events did you do in track and what, what are your best memories like from, from that in high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, um, long and triple jumped and then usually was in the the sprint relays so four by one four by two Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly some of my best moments are just with our four by one team we actually are hold our school record Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of fun um do you remember the time do you remember Um, the what is it uh, it's like a 48 five maybe i don't quite remember I, I know enough to know that's pretty good yeah yeah so i mean it was a special group um I think mm-hmm. we got second at the state meet that year. So um, just really fond memories. Track was always kind of just different for me because yeah. it wasn't my main sport. So it was something that I could really just enjoy. And it was mm-hmm. something that made me a better soccer player. So I think mm-hmm. it was, I I really like track and I actually um, long jumped at MSU here for my freshman year for indoor, but. Oh, cool. Yeah. And was it just that it was, you know, too many things at once to Mm -hmm. do it all? Yeah. And just like physically wise, like I just wanted to give my body a rest at some point. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, college track is crazy when you're doing indoor and outdoor. The college I went to is division three and they were doing it all year round. (laughs) It's intense. I mean, you know, that's, yeah, it's a lot to put on your, and also there's probably something about being able to focus on you know, supporting your body as a soccer player, because it's different things you probably want to build, you know, yeah. I guess. But 
Yeah. And talk about basketball. What position did you play in basketball? Um, I was a point guard. Uh-huh. Um, obviously not a center in there posting up on people, but yeah. Um, yeah. I played basketball since I was in the third grade probably. And um, mm-hmm. after I tore my ACL my junior year, my junior fall, mm-hmm. um, kind yeah. of became less of a priority for me, I would say. Right. Um, just because at that point, I mean, I didn't play basketball my junior year because of it. And then my senior year, I ended up not playing at all just because I was kind of ready to be done with it. But mm-hmm. um, basketball, I mean, definitely makes you more of an athlete, I would say. It's definitely working different muscle groups, different mm-hmm. um, coordination and all that stuff. So yeah. I just that that speedy dribbler on the court. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'd have to imagine. I mean, yeah. and well, and yeah, you definitely – you know, I play a little bit of goalie growing up and of course basketball is good for that and football is good for that. Mm-hmm. But bas- yeah, basketball, like anticipating rebound, anticipating mm-hmm. things and, and player movement, you know, there's a bit of passing movements that are mm-hmm. not that different, right. Of like looking for the pass and looking yeah. for the ball. Yeah. What, who did, what was your big in basketball? Do you, who was your biggest rival? I mean, maybe just Mankato West or, or- um, probably either West or, Probably like Marshall, even they're a big section opponent. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, and then I I read something. It was just funny in your in the college bio references. I think that you were all city in soccer, and I just thought mm-hmm. it was funny for a city like Mankato. I think just has two high schools, right, or maybe a private well, we one. Have, we have three. We have um one uh-huh. private school. So was that yeah. a thing? Just in the paper every year, it'd be like mm-hmm. yeah, well, I mean, had a banquet and all that stuff. So who got yeah. And who got more between East and yeah, I don't imagine. Um, and well, I mean, so you, along with all city, I mean, you were all state in soccer and you get these accolades. I mean, and I think of course you put in so much work to become the player you are. So getting, you know, getting accolades is I think a good validation in, in at least some way. Do any of those stand out or was there one where when you got all state the first time, it really was like, wow, I'm, I'm achieving something. Yeah, I think um, probably the most special one was my senior year All-State. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I had torn my ACL my junior year, and that rehab and recovery was pretty tough, um, mm-hmm. like mentally, physically, all that, mm-hmm. as an ACL tear would be. Mm-hmm. And I think just um, like senior year is just like the culmination of everything. Like um, it's your last year. This is what you've literally been working for all your life. Like mm-hmm. um being a captain, being a leader of a team, like I think it just really kind of wrapped up my high school career in a really nice mm-hmm. way. So I would say that one probably stands out the most. Yeah, I can't imagine. I've never, you know, I've never had some injury like that that kept me from doing, you know, just, and when you're young, you just aren't ever used to feeling like your body mm-hmm. can't work. Sure. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's always been good. Yeah. How long did it take you to feel? you know, cause you're built on speed. How mm-hmm. long did it take you to feel good? Like sprinting after that and like not being yeah. scared. So I got cleared, I think after nine months and then, so I had torn it in like November, got cleared by July and kind of by the start of that high school season in August, I was probably feeling like 95%. Okay. Right on. Yeah. So, and I know you, well, so you maybe even had committed to Mankato before that, right? Mm-hmm. Did you commit? Yeah. So, because that's how, that's it, women's soccer and yeah. other college sports too. But talk about when, when do you remember the first time a college reached out to you? Was it a letter? Were you at a camp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of special because um, our assistant coach, Ben Jones was actually my club coach. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of our connection and how it 
kind of got the ball rolling, I guess, with my recruitment. And then Mm -hmm. since I was from Mankato, I was at all of their camps, like before even um, recruiting was on my mind, my mom would sign me up for the camps and I would be there. (laughs) Like, so um, MSU, I think was actually the first one to reach out to me. Yeah. um, How old were you? Do you remember when they did? Um, my sophomore year of high school, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they were the first one, I think, with Ben. Um, and then after that, it was kind of like, eh, I'm, yeah, that's all I need. So. Yeah. Well, it's a funny thing. You know, we talk about it a lot. My brother does, of course, when he does go for coverage, because it's just, mm-hmm. you know, even when I was a senior in high school, I wasn't really very educated on what I want. You don't know because you haven't been there. And so it just talk about what other schools did reach out to you though. And did you ever consider others like Mm -hmm. a serious choice? Yeah. um, I'm trying to even, uh, after, so after MSU had offered me, I went and toured um, just like the admissions of a couple other schools in the conference. Mm -hmm. Um, Name names, Jenny, which ones? Which ones? I just, took an admissions tour at Duluth uh-huh. and what else did I do? Mm-hmm. I think maybe Winona. And uh-huh. then I went and took an admissions at Wisconsin too. Cause at that point I really hadn't looked at schools. I hadn't done a lot of the research. No, <laughs> um, you know, I'm 15, I'm, 16. You don't even, yeah, so of course. I really, I really just wanted to be able to commit to MSU and be like, I don't have any regrets. Yeah. You know? So um, for me, it was kind of always MSU is kind of just um, mm-hmm. making sure that I experience other things first. And then after that, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, I want to go. Yeah. And I think about- Mankato and like being a fan of MSU, like being a ball girl out there games, like, yeah, it was just kind of felt like home to me. So yeah, yeah, they had the edge. Yeah, it feels yeah, it doesn't feel like a hard push. But what talk about visiting Wisconsin, because they're pretty they're a big program. I mean, so the different of course, like, I mean, Mankato is a is a big time division two power. But you know, so and Wisconsin also, I'm trying to remember how old Rose Lavelle is. She seemed to come up well, on this. And I, well, I didn't, I didn't take like a soccer tour. Like I right. wasn't being recruited by them, but I was right, just like, right. I wanted to tour it. So. Yeah. To see what different places you yeah. liked. And yeah. yeah, that's smart. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And, but you must've done a recruiting trip to Mankato or no, did you just say I'm good? Um. Yeah. Like I went on a tour and yeah. And stuff like that. Um being from there is kind of different because I've seen a lot of it, but I still went yeah. on like the official visit and all that stuff. So no. you didn't like stay over with players or something. Mm-hmm. Like, no. no. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, it, I mean, I'm sure it was nice. And since do, what are your memories going to those games? You know, it's it, um, some of the teams in the NSIC are really great college towns. You know, it mm-hmm. makes it different, you know, like Concordia St. Paul operates different yeah. in the world of, uh, their community than you do because you know you're really like a prominent place mm-hmm. um so i mean yeah talk about that um just like going to their games and stuff yeah yeah like i just think for they've been good for so long um even before brian and ben like started coaching there they were always good mm-hmm. and so i think just like going there and experiencing like success at that level was always really enjoyable, really fun. They always mm-hmm. played with such intensity and heart. And mm-hmm. um, I think they're just always like people that I looked up to as a young girl playing soccer, you know? Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, yeah, there, if there was, 
there I, there wasn't soccer around me to look up to like that you know it started yeah. with just seeing like the national team because mm -hmm. that was the only thing you'd see you know yeah. so it is um it shows the power of having you know teams around that are showing it you know because yes. that's yeah um and talk about coming in then i mean your freshman year playing for the the coaching staff so ben was your your club coach yeah brian ball's the head coach i saw like jaymon Wu is an assistant now mm -hmm. but you know that staff their record i just have to say because it's it's wild you know uh brian at least and i know ben's been there the whole time 129 wins 18 losses and 12 draws so yeah. you know it, it that just speaks for itself um yeah. but talk about coming in freshman year to a team that is so good and figuring out, you know, how did you feel? Was that, was it a, how big was the step up for you? Um, yeah, I think it was, it was a big step up confidence level wise, I would say, because mm -hmm. you go from, you know, playing every minute of every game and being the quote unquote star and you go from mm -hmm. um, that kind of team to a team where you're now having to earn everything and you have to work and you have to put in the daily like grind just to see the field. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one of the things that actually prepared me really well was playing WPSL in between. Yeah. Because uh, I played on fire um, in between mm -hmm. my senior and freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. And I think just acclimating to the speed of play and the physicality and playing with um, really high level players was something that helped me adjust pretty quickly, I would say. Yeah. I get, I mean, I would have to think, I mean, because it will and clearly, I mean, you had such a big jump. I mean, for a, for a freshman, you were very productive. I mean, mm -hmm. you wouldn't take anything away. But sophomore year, you just had that huge season. I mean, your whole team did, of course. Yeah. But like, you had 20 goals, 7 assists, which is, you know, that's a, our my normal co-host, Rachel Norton, had 20 goals, I think, the year before or two years before. Mm -hmm. um, but you also had teammates like Bryn Deasons had 10 goals and 16 assists. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Allie Williams had 10 goals and 4 assists. And they're still with you, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, there's a reason, you know, you get picked where you're picked in the, in the poll, but what going into that year, I mean, your production was crazy. Mm -hmm. Your team was, what was it that, you know, changed for you between those years? Yeah. And I wasn't ever really expecting it to happen. I would say, mm -hmm. um, I feel like freshman year, you know, we have, we had Morgan Katu, we had Dakota Wendell, mm -hmm. um, our kind of like prolific goal scorer is Dakota. Then my sophomore year was a returning All-American. Mm -hmm. um, and she unfortunately tore her ACL um, like six six or seven games in. Mm -hmm. And I think just it had to be someone in a sense, like someone had to step up and someone had to have that fill the gap. Mm -hmm. um, and I was lucky enough to kind of be that person for my team. Um and I knew I always could be that person, but it was kind of like, mm -hmm. you're no longer the second look, you are the primary look and you are mm -hmm. getting every single ball and you're expected to finish, you know, nine mm -hmm. times out of 10. So, yeah. And that it sounds like, I mean, cause that could be intimidating, but it sounds like it gave you confidence. Yeah, I think for sure. I think um, it just kind of helped me step into the role that I always wanted. In yeah. Well, and, and also there's something to, you know, um, good teams who have good players, you know, it, it helps everyone in a way, you know, like I follow a lot, I follow men's soccer a lot too. And when you see like the biggest gigantic teams, you know, you're like, well, Messi is really good. He also has 10 of the best players in the world passing mm -hmm. to him. Right. And so exactly. I, like when you yeah. have your teammates who are so good, I have to imagine yeah. like 
especially coming in from high school and then seeing what, you know, the level of service you can get with your teammates here. It's like, there must be something to that, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't be scoring if someone didn't pass me the ball. So it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely something that I really appreciate now, like, especially looking back, like every single time I'm being set up by a teammate and, um, you know, it might Mm -hmm. be me getting the goal, but it definitely couldn't happen without all 10 of us on the field. So, yeah. um, Yeah. What's your favorite type of goal to score? Um, probably like the breakaway with the keeper. The and ball. and to like to round the keeper or just to beat him on the shot? Like either. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. I you know, I was like, I've only scored five goals in my entire yeah. life. You know, so it's like they're all good. A goal mm-hmm. feels I you know, I, anyone who scored a goal in any soccer game knows how good it feels. So if you could think I did it 20 times. Yeah. So and t- that year was crazy. I mean, so you made a really deep run. I think you ended up like at the end of the year and there's, you know, all these different polls, but I know mm-hmm. that the coach's poll is the highest you've ever been. I mean, for the team. Yep. So when you went to the quarterfinals, talk about the memories of that tournament going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, I think it was really special because we got to host the tournament. Um, we got the number one seed, which oh, I didn't know that How was, was huge. Yeah. A huge win for us was getting the, the one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being able to play on our home field. And then um, the last two games we actually played in the brand new dome that we built, had built that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was just really special to have play in front of all of our fans, have um, like our band came. Um, yeah. and it was just like a really fun experience to be able to be like, we are, we're doing this and we're doing this on our home field and we're not losing here kind of mentality. Yeah. Having the who doesn't want a pet band? I mean, you know, I can remember in high school when our team got not we were okay and the other teams weren't good. So it's like eventually they're like, yeah, we'll come to a soccer game, and it was so fun just have any Mm -hmm. like. I mean, you know, yeah, you feel and Mankato is such a big sports school, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so I'm sure you must have a lot of other athletes coming Mm -hmm. out to support you and everything. Yeah. Yeah, the athlete environment here is is huge. Definitely like one big family. So yeah. So what did you take away from it? Because it's, you know, when you get into new challenges like that and get that far in where it's kind of like you also have, you're excelling in a new way, mm-hmm. you know, like what did you take away or, you know, how did that make you, obviously for last year, we all needed a different kind of strength in any way, but what did you, what did that tournament do for the team? Do you have a lot of people still who did that? I think it just, it um kind of makes you more hungry. Like you realize that excelling is really not that far away from, from your grasp. And mm-hmm. um, the belief I think is higher. Like you believe that you can get to that point and you can mm-hmm. believe that you can um, go that deep and maybe even go deeper. Um, you know, that's always our goal is to, is to go for the national championship. Um, mm-hmm. And I think just like being so close makes you realize like, yeah, we can do it. Like, we right. can get to that spot and we can do it again. Yeah. When you when you're in the tournament, because of course, you know, you want to win and then you get a ring or something. When you when you make a run like that, do you guys get a medal or is there anything you get when you- um so for winning the region, I think we got like the big NCAA trophy. Yeah. Um, but individually we didn't get anything. No. When you were I mean, you also got a lot of individual accolades. And mm-hmm. I just think it's because like when you had a year like that. 
it's kind of funny to read. It's like, how many different all regions are yeah. there? It's a little, it's like, so I, I wonder, I mean, eventually maybe they just become a little bit of gray in the background, but I, like, I always am curious, you know, like, do you, did you get any like plaques or do you get something for getting those things? You were yeah, like a, um, all American, right? Yeah. So um, for the NSIC, um, I got a plaque for the offensive season or player of the year. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think I got one for the MVP of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the United Soccer Coaches, All America, we get like a really nice jacket. Um, oh, that, okay. What kind of yeah, jacket? So, what kind of yeah. jacket? Um, like in a nice Adidas one. So, oh, um, see, that's what I, that's that's why I asked that question because I want that's yeah, that's what you should get. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Do you ever wear it? Oh, sometimes I, yeah. I don't, I don't always like to be like that person. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be like with your family or something. Yeah, you know, where you just, sure. yeah. yeah. No, you don't need to, well, you're trying to get the next jacket, you know, yeah. you're, trying, you're trying to get the next jacket. What, and do you have goals that were like from that year? I'm sure you, I know, I'm, I know you scored in the, in your conference tournament and you know, are there specific things that really stand out most from that run? Um, Like a, I, like a game or an assist or, you know, that you yeah. had. Um, I think our game against Concordia in the tournament probably just stands out the most, um, mm-hmm. because they had beaten us, um, in our last game of the regular season for the regular season championship. Nice. Um, and so, and we knew like, we shouldn't have lost the game. We should have, you know, done X, Y, Z differently, but then right. when we faced them in the tournament, it was almost like we were a different team, like truly yeah, um, just our energy and and just the level that we were playing at at that point, it was just mm-hmm. like, and I think we ended up beating them like three to zero. Like it was a completely different, different. Yeah. Game. So I think that just really stands out for me. Yeah. It's funny how that can happen. I mean, anyone who's played on the team has experienced that where you could just be at a loss, you know, and it's just maybe it's, there's 11 players, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all the subs. So it, yeah, it's funny how that can be. It's kind of like how, if you beat a team two times in the regular season, like in high, if it's high school and you play them twice and then have to beat a team a third, it just, yeah. you know, it yeah. starts to stack up against you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and talk about, you know, so you came off this amazing year. It was a program test year. And then, you know, everybody dealt with um, the COVID year that we did in terms mm-hmm. of the way it impacted, you know, your lives as students, but then also, mm-hmm um as a team so i mean talk about how maybe how hard that was and what you were able to try to take away as to work on you know or improve yeah i think i mean obviously unprecedented um no one's ever experienced something like that Mm -hmm. um and i think for us specifically with the restrictions that we were dealing with like all fall we were in no contact practices which i mean it's soccer like you, you what were you doing do what you, at that point you'd, like, you'd pa- just passing and, yeah, and, kind of and long move yeah scrimmage and you'd be in like your personal bubble like so I think just like, <laughs> the fall like it was kind of just a blur like none of us really like remember it we're just like uh, I don't because every everyone mm-hmm. had that where every day felt like it was the same yeah. and, but you're like but there's no, you didn't know when it would end so it feels yeah. like you're like I'm just stuck yeah yeah and then so the spring was was much better for us. I think um, we were really lucky to play more, a lot of games um, more than we would in the usual spring. Yeah. Um, and I think we needed that because um, when you look at it, 
um, our seniors had moved on at that point because they weren't, most of them weren't going to come back for their fifth year. So they were no longer practicing with us in the spring. And then we have our freshmen who've never played in a college match, never practiced a real, you know, a real setting with us. Um, And so to be able to kind of have that learning curve of this is the new team and this is our identity and now we're playing games and practicing full. um, I think we've really needed that. So, yeah. Well, and and then talk about it because you, it, it, it's all of college sports for like, you know, four years will be kind of weird in terms of roster building um, because of eligible, because of the, the extra year that athletes got because of this COVID year. And then, but I know, and you know, Mankato sometimes will just have a big roster anyway, but I know you have like 10 or 11 recruits. And so I think you have over 30 players, yeah. right? Yeah, How is it? 37. 37. So, I mean, you, you'll always have enough to do your 11 v 11. So, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, so talk about the challenges of that. Cause I mean, you're, you know, in practical terms, you expect to start and, you know, barring something you haven't seen before, you know, you will be, and you're a leader. So just talk about your role. How do you, how do you try and help out? Most of the players don't play most of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it all falls back on like our culture of our program. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk a lot about being a family. um, And I think we all truly like love and care about each other and want the best for each other. And I think just, just having that strong base culture kind of helps you get through the tough times when you're maybe not playing or you're, Mm -hmm. you're hurt or you're going through stuff. Like, I just think that knowing that every you can look around and every single person cares about you um, and like you're just happy that to see someone else succeed. I mm-hmm. think that's huge for us. And not to say that we don't have have issues or anything like that, but I right. think um, for us, that's our main focus and um, have like a we before me mentality. So, yeah. It's what, I mean, it's definitely all you can try to do. I think, yeah, that's the good way to go about it, but it's, and I think, you know, of course, yeah, having, winning helps everyone. Cause at mm-hmm. least, you know, when you're a freshman, if you aren't playing or if you're even, you know, a junior and you're not playing, but you see that we're winning, you know, you know that you may get to be a part of it, you know, and it, I'm sure it's motivation. I mean, yes. for sure. Yeah. And having that, that many people, I mean, it makes us better in practice every single day. So like, I think everyone has a role no matter um the minutes that you're getting and um just knowing like I might not be playing but I'm making them better the people that are so yeah well and it's I mean that's a important thing I mean I joked about having enough to actually scrimmage but you know like in Mm -hmm. some college teams like it actually does become that you know I think even the Gophers obviously a well-funded university it's like they just Mm -hmm. happen to have a smaller roster where I don't know if they can do 11-11 to be honest so it's you know, like you getting you as a player getting to play against a good defenders in practice mm-hmm. helps. I mean, yep. so I'm sure that's a benefit. Mm-hmm. Well, and how do you so I mean, I'm sure after after your sophomore year, of course, you already were feeling like a leader, at least in how you're playing. I mean, but now I'm sure, you know, I'm sure players are looking to you or I'm sure because of the way you think of the game, you know, you're asserting yourself as a leader in different ways. What what type of leader are you or how do you see your role on the team in terms of a big contributor? Yeah, um, I feel like I've definitely grown into a leadership role. Um, I think that just kind of comes with um, both being here for four years now and then um, being successful. I think it just is a drawn people automatically look up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm definitely a lead by example 
um, type person, um, not afraid to be vocal, of course, but um, I think just for me being able to go to practice every day and um, push my teammates to be better and work as hard as I can um, kind of in, is contagious for people. I think, you know, you see one person um, going as hard as they can, you're like, oh yeah, like I need to be doing that too. So definitely mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's kind of my role on the team, just kind of um, being enough of a, of a leader to kind of put, pull everyone along with me. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I think people always will kind of split it where they say people who lead by by play or by mm -hmm. speech. And I think both are so needed, you know, because mm -hmm. it's, it's um, I mean, look, if you score 20 goals, it speaks for itself, you know, so, you know, then you're sending the message. Yeah. Um, you started off the season good. I mean, you have your one zero um, win and you have a big game coming up. So just talk about coming into this year, I'm sure your expectations are big. The first mm -hmm. regular season since you went to that deep run in the tournament. Um, talk about how you're, the team's looking so far and how, what your expectations are. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for our team this year. I think we have a ton of talent. Um, uh, just one of the most talented groups that we've actually had, I think, in my time being here as far as technical-wise and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think just going to be about putting it all together um, in the right pieces with the right people at the right times. Um, and I'm really excited for how far we can go um, as a group. And I just think we got to keep, keep making each other better and keep, um, keep working at it. Uh, mm -hmm. This weekend we have a couple region compo um, competitors, which are really big um, central Missouri mm -hmm. in particular. They're always, always a good um opponent so mm -hmm. that's a big game for us and um hopefully we can go down there and win yeah they're ranked number seventh in the country mm -hmm. i saw um do you have do you set for yourself i mean we talked about goals because just easy and it's a big number so it's fun to say but you know like do you set goals for yourself in terms of actual like points output like that um mm -hmm. or you know or in other ways in terms of like for yourself and the teams like what type of goals do you to yeah. operate on um, I try to set goals for myself just because I care more about the team success, I guess. And as mm -hmm. long as the team is doing okay, then, then I'm okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, of course, put pressure on myself, but I think not setting goals helps me feel like I'm still, still doing okay. Um, mm -hmm. You know, don't have to score every game, don't have to even lead the team as long as the team is, is moving in the right direction. Um, mm -hmm. I think for the team, our goals are always, can we win regular season conference? Um, can we win the conference tournament? Can we mm -hmm. win the national tournament? So those are always kind of the big three for us um, and just kind of working towards that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a good perspective. Maybe, you know, some goal scorers, I mean, people consider it positive that they just, you know, it's like, it's all they do is think about it, you know, yeah. and it eats them up. So maybe I think a little balanced perspective sometimes is yeah. good, probably. So <laughs> um, cool. I want to ask you a couple, like maybe not about you on the field questions, but related mm -hmm. to it. Um, so one, well, I just thought about this. I mean, because you're running track and, you know, I know you're, whenever if I ever just say Jenny Vetter to someone who's in your conference or something I'm like, how she's so fast. Are you the fastest player in the conference, Jenny? Um, I'd like to, I'd like to think I am. <laughs> um, obviously we don't know who everyone has now with two years off almost, but uh -huh. um, I would like to think I am. <laughs> you have to, if, if, if you 
play against someone and and you decide they're faster than you, you have to, you know, tweet at equal time. Let us know. Let us know who the who the burner is. Yeah. And then you mentioned your sister. I think you have a couple of siblings, I think maybe. But like just so one. just one. So mm-hmm. and is she and I saw on the Mankato like soccer page mm-hmm. that she's assistant on the team. We talked yep. about that. Yeah, so um, it was kind of funny. So my um, she actually took over at our high school as coach my senior year. So she coached me for my. She was your coach. Yep, for my last year of high school. Wow, um, and that was really special too. Um, yeah. Just, I think it kind of we both have a, a lot of respect for each other and a lot of obviously love for each other, and I think um, that was just an amazing experience, really. And then, um, so she's still coaching at at East uh-huh. and then he's also being assistant for us this fall. Um, so that's been really fun to kind of continue yeah. that relationship because I mean, we are teammates and then she coached me and then now she's coaching me again. So yeah. Who's better, Jenny? <laughs> I won't, I won't get into that. <laughs> what did she play? What position did she play? Um, she was like a, a forward too, I think. Yeah. Oh, yep. wow. Well, I guess we'll just have to look at the goal tone. Oh, I know you're the all-time leader at ease. So, yep. but, um, and I mean, but talk, so wait, she was really young being your high school coach. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. Um, so she's, like I said, she was probably 2021 20, when she took over the East program. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't remember, you know, mm-hmm. and well, and was she playing, was she playing at Mankato? Did she play in college or? Were, no, no, she ended up uh, not playing in college. Um, and then she just went to MSU. Um, mm-hmm. And so she got a degree in sports management and then she's in grad school for that. Sure. Right now. Wow. I mean, I just think that's so cool. I mean, I, and I mean, and actually, I mean, if they're a good coach, I mean, the high schoolers would really relate to a, a coach of that age i mean that's why you see like in like college basketball it's like they have coaches who are like 30 because they also wear sneakers and it's like you know they're like i get it yeah but yeah, i think it definitely bridges the gap sometimes as like a teenager you're like scared of your coach but i yeah. think for us it's like no like she's like a real yeah. person and she you can tell she cares about us and yeah right wow what do you th- and i mean yeah, that just seems so wild yeah what was their best I mean, did you see her just like compared to she's coaching now? I mean, so it's been a few years. I mean, like, so she's she obviously is passionate about it. Like, what did what does you see? What is her strength as a coach? Like, what is compared to everyone else you've had? I think just the amount of like care she has for her players and the amount of extra time that she will spend um, for each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even as a part-time assistant at MSU, I think she puts in a ton of work and a ton of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and Dakota both, Dakota Wendell's um, also coaching for us. And I think they've really bought, brought that kind of energy to our coaching staff and having that kind of younger female presence is always like a good connection, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie's just puts her hundred percent into anything she does. So that's awesome. No, and and it definitely resonates. I mean, from, um, someone who is, I'm not an expert in women's soccer at all, but I, you just when I pay more and more attention, you know, it, it is it's frustrating sometimes to see that the vast majority of like coaches and kind of people involved are men and there's great men coaches. I mean, I think, you know, and it's nothing against it, but representation matters. That's what, you know, we talked about you seeing the women killing it at Mankato and it made you believe you can do it, you know, so 
yeah, that's exciting for your sister. And mm -hmm. what's your, and then um, I wanted to talk to you about the name, image and likeness rules for the NCAA. Mm -hmm. I chatted briefly before we recorded this. Um, it's an exciting thing for me. I'm someone who really believes that players should be able to make money on the work they're doing. Mm -hmm. And especially in D2, you're doing a lot of work and you're not, it's not like you're getting the athletes village at, you know, uh, Alabama or something, you know, but yeah. um, so I'm curious with you. I mean, it, it, what you're, if you're hearing athletes thinking about name image like this, right. And kind of, if you've had any ideas of the things you would want to try to get maybe a partnership with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, at least at MSU, you know, there's a couple athletes who have um, kind of stepped in and have gotten some, some sponsorships and deals and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I would say I'm kind of taking the more cautious approach yeah. Um, I haven't really gone out of my way to kind of do my research into it or kind mm -hmm. of start the process of it. Um, especially with it being so new, I just want to make sure that whoever, you know, I would potentially partner with is um, someone that represents me and my values. And then right. also making sure I remain eligible at the end of the day. <laughs> so um, yeah. I think just the newness of it, I think people... I think it'll be a really big thing, but I think the newness, people are like not really sure how to get started and kind of yeah. going. Well, yeah, it's fascinating to see what type of things people do. You know, I was trying to look, I, I was looking to see like in Minnesota, for example, you know, what U of M athletes have it. And there was a couple of football players. One of them, the quarterback, Tanner Morgan, just he's on cameo now. So he'll just, he'll do cameos. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's a, in terms of protecting yourself, but being accessible. I'm like, that's a pretty good idea, you know, in terms of like, it's not a business that you have to like look deeper into or something, you know, but um, yeah, is it so, and I'm kind of, kind of on my, I had a question just of like, what is the college eating spot in Mankato? It's like, do you need to get in with like the breakfast cafe spot that kids go to maybe on the weekend? Like, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's Weggies for sure. They are like the, the breakfast spots. So. Uh -huh. For kids who maybe stayed up a little too late. Uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> what do they get? I, they, we would go to Don's Cafe in mm -hmm. Morris, and it was a perfectly, I, not, I, won't, I don't want to disparage it, perfectly adequate cafe with some <laughs> things that were very good. The toast was the best thing, which might say a bit about it. But um, but people would get like, you know, hot beef sandwiches there. So like, what what's the dish at, at your spot? Um, probably pancakes, honestly. They're like ginormous, huge pancakes that mm -hmm. are so good. Or um, my other favorite is like chicken and waffles. So, so like, I mean, Jen, you're five four. The Jenny Vetter short stack. Yeah. <laughs> but look at me. Honestly. I mean, we're creating it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that. But those are the things that you know, because mm -hmm. like you're in, in Mankato. You know, people care about Mankato State, so it's okay. like the fun that college culture yeah. is the place where I feel like it'd be fun to see students kind of mm -hmm. get into that. So yeah, yeah I wish and. um like I might have mentioned earlier, because of your support, we pay all our player guests. So Jenny, you are a name, image, and likeness recipient. I'll have to get your Venmo um, right. <laughs> or cash app, but we're excited to do that. And so keep supporting us so we can, so we can pay the yeah. Jenny letters of the world. Um, and then, so talk about, you have an extra year of eligibility. Yep. Um, every college student has to think about that. I mean, have you thought about that in terms of your future plans? Yeah, um, I'm a yes already for taking my extra year. Um, right on. For me, it was it was kind of a no brainer just because um, of how much I love soccer and love um, MSU, uh -huh. and then also just kind of fit into my future plans as well. So mm -hmm. I'm a biomed major, 
yeah. planning on applying to med school. And I just felt like I needed some extra time to prepare for that and kind of get that going. So uh-huh. yeah, I'm excited to, to be a fifth year and kind of hang around. So yeah, well, like prep for your those med school, t- what's the test to get into that med school? That. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I used to work for the nurses union and people would ask me if I was a nurse and I was like, not, not a chance. You know what? I, I, I never would have passed those classes. We, I think I was talking to Ansley Atkinson, who's in Minnesota mm-hmm. at um, Creighton. And she said her favorite class was organic chemistry. Is that your favorite class, Jenny? Um, I wouldn't say my favorite. It wasn't terrible. Um, made it yeah. through. I had a good professor, so that always helps, but uh-huh. you yeah. probably got an A. I did. <laughs> I mean, I just you're like because you get academic uh, mm-hmm. awards too, right? Yeah, that's what I I was academic all conference one time ago. So I like I just say all conference. <laughs> no one will ask. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you plan to go to med school, and you, what do you have an idea of what you want? You know, what track that is that you know you want to go into? Um, I still need to kind of refine it a little bit. Um, I'm definitely leaning towards like a hematology pathology type route but um we'll still have to do some some more looking into it so very cool nice and will you i mean so if you're staying in med school too i mean that's no joke i mean in terms of the commitment of time but Mm -hmm. would you still want to try and keep playing like wpsl in the summer or something like that um i guess i haven't looked that far ahead um you have another year left you have another you know yeah but Mm -hmm. i think i think if time allowed it i would feel like I would want to continue it just because something that I love to do. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Nice. Well, I appreciate you joining us, Jenny. Jenny, and I should have, you know, maybe I could have given a shout out to Pence Homes before this, but I will say I'm recording in a Pence home right now. My friends, Bryn and Zach, bought a home from Pence Homes. Their realtor, Lydia, was extremely helpful. My brother lives in a Pence Homes home and mid- they, they do great in the Midway and all across the Metro. So reach out to Pence Homes for help. Appreciate them supporting us because that also is what allows us to uh, support players and, and cover these games. So thanks, Jetty. Good luck with your game at Central Missouri on Friday. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> all right.